know, show a picture of your wife gnawing the spine of that guy. <laughs> I'm fine with it. All right, here we go. Hey, what's going on? It's Epido. Hey! Epido. Oh. I was getting, I was getting too excited about the 69 part. Yeah. <laughs> it's episode 69, Top of the Dude Chain Podcast. Do us a favor, like, share, subscribe, hit all that stuff below and whatever you're watching. Tell your friends about us. We have a good time while we do this. Yeah. Episode 69, a.k.a. Joe Exotic is going to jail. Well, that was, oh. I thought that was episode that already, 50. No, that was episode, well, that was, okay. Officially, he was convicted of all 17 charges last right. week. So all what right. does that look like as far as time? 20 years? Dude, someone said only 25 years, but I think the two murder for hire cases carry 25 years for just them. And then you have 15 of the... He won't do. He won't do all of it, though. No, but you have 15 charges of him. Either I, I can't remember if they're illegally selling tigers or illegally getting rid of them. Hmm. You like know, putting them in the dumpster, like shooting them and and burying them, oh. and all that. Apparently, they've contaminated the water out there with dead carcasses and all that, selling pelts and and all that. He's nah. he's about as big a I don't know what you'd call him, but he's. He's the worst of the worst, man. Yeah. The more you learn about him, the more you. Well, just, and here, okay, let's let's. How he wakes up in the morning. <laughs> let's let's, but let's look at this objectively. Like he was this, this this character of folklore to us. Yeah. Uh, not too long ago, but if we really step back and take that, that I would say biased or rose tinted glasses we had towards him away. Yeah. None of this should surprise us. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's go back to how we even got on this. I believe the way you even learned about him was that, hey, there's this ridiculous guy. I'm, but my point is, is, is my point is, is that we, so, we kind of looked at him from that standpoint of a guy who beat, you know, like. I feel we, like you sold me on him over time. Yeah, I feel like you sold I'm us. I'm pretty sure I had initial reaction that was true from the get go. Yeah. I feel like you just sold us a fat turd right. is what you did. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Polished it up real nice and just put it on right. a platter for you're us. Probably you right. guilted us into saying, you know what? You guys are just being judgmental. He's a fun you're guy. Right. You're pro- yeah, that, that's probably a valid point. <laughs> but in all reality, man, none of this. Go with your gut. None of the Yeah, exactly. Because. <laughs> Because this guy, if someone gives you a- this dude's a con artist. Yeah. I mean, in in all reality, he's oh, just yeah. a, a narcissistic con artist. That, that I mean, you're starting to see. And yeah. then, I mean, anyway, so he's going to go to jail for a long time. So is this where we officially retire his and, name and, from the podcast? And, and all the animals on the planet are safer for it. Yeah. He will be uh, he who shall not be named from here on <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm good with moving on from him because some of the stuff that came out about him. He he ain't worth nothing, man. Yeah. He ain't worth talking about. I'll tell you this, uh, there, real quick. The 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 uh, the co owner or the the owner now is supposedly his partner in the zoo. Mm-hmm. Released three or four videos of when he essentially found out that uh, Joe Exotic was embezzling money and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And just watching him, I mean, this dude is just verbally berating him. Yeah. And to the point that he's, he's, you know, he's Joe Exotic's gay. So you take all the offensive terms that the gay community has, mm-hmm. and this guy's just calling them this stuff. Oh, wow. The entire time. 
And dude, there's you can tell there are three things going through his mind. One, because he's caught red-handed. Because mm-hmm. I mean, they're they they're a little discombobulated, but for the most part, they're pretty organized with their argument as far as what's this check for? We were out of town. Why'd you forge my signature on this? This is that kind of stuff. And you could tell he was a trying to figure out a way to explain to this guy how he was misunderstanding yeah. everything, and the guy wasn't buying it. B he was trying to find a way to make himself the victim. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then C, he was trying to find a way to make this guy feel like he was stupid and, and didn't really understand what the truth was when, mm-hmm. in fact, he had a pretty decent idea what the truth was. Mm-hmm. Not denying it, not getting angry about it, just trying to manipulate somebody this mm-hmm. entire time. So anyway, <laughs> but there was one time where uh, the guy goes, you cannot spend zoo money to print up your signs for the presidential and the government campaigns. Because it's illegal. Mm-hmm. It, was, it looks like I'm funneling money through your campaign and all that. And he goes, I just I just call the sign company and have them tell me what's something else. He goes, <laughs> we don't spend twenty seven thousand dollars in signs at the zoo, man. Like yeah. you can't like that's his that's his way of thinking was like, well let's just go cover up fraud with another case of fraud, you know, yeah. and all that and, and bring those people into it as well. So Yeah. Yeah. There is there is a you know a condition people have where uh, we don't ever see ourselves as being wrong even when we're absolutely wrong. Well, and, <laughs> and I think the especially best, people who are like him. I, I think the best definition of a narcissist that I've heard uh-huh. is that a narcissist has to either be the hero or the victim of every story yeah. that they're involved in. Yeah, I, and, I and, see that. And Joe Exotic probably, like I said, man, he tried to make himself the victim and all that, and he do he tried to lay. Poor, like you're talking about workers that just are there working. Yeah. Like you're looking at an 18 year old kid with a you know seven dollar, ten dollar an hour job. Yeah. And he's trying to throw that person under the bus. Like, <laughs> you yeah. know. So. Yeah. Anyway. Joe Exotic's where he should be. Yeah. And that's about it. He doesn't have cancer, so don't worry about that. Yeah. Uh, apparently that was fraud. <laughs> Allegedly. Imagine that. Allegedly. Yeah. But uh, it takes a special person to to take advantage of people that way. Speaking yep. of uh, killing exotic animals, why don't you talk about your gator? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I had a, uh, yeah, Jeff and I, we, we had a, well, Jeff and I uh, organized mm-hmm. a, uh, with our buddy Ian, a crawfish bash uh, this past weekend. Yeah. 120 pounds of crawfish, 30 pounds of shrimp. Yep. 21 pound skin gator. Yeah. With a pineapple in its mouth. <laughs> oh, so it came skinned? Yeah, so yeah. Oh, that yeah. probably saved you a lot of time. Oh, yeah. well, dude, skinned I'm, dude. and gutted, so all you have to do is trim a little fat off of it, and you're good First to go. First off, man, like there's no way I, I don't dress anything, like <laughs> Phil dress anything. So we like, discussed this a little bit. Josh Walker loves that it's 2019 yeah. and can't wait for 2020. Man, he loves all the yeah. I like the he loves the ease and the comfort yeah. that we that we get to experience these days. Yeah, he ain't trying to do any more than he asked. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so... That's why he drinks his Starbucks teas with fruit the, floating in them. There's the picture of the gator. Ooh, delicious. With the pineapple on the grill. Covered in bacon. Okay, oh. Yeah, with a bacon robe. That's five pounds of bacon on it. The pineapple in that position is adding no flavor. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's all pineapple is all just super, just super cool. Did, any, yeah. did anybody take a bite of the pineapple? Oh, the, the pineapple, pineapple got gone. destroyed. Somebody yeah. oh, cut really? it in half, and then yeah, people just started someone, cutting big chunks off of yeah, it. Yeah, once ah. someone took a part of it and ate it and said, yeah, it's pretty good. And I think people ate the pineapple because you put pineapple in the crawfish yeah. uh, boil, 
Yeah. And so yeah. people were expecting like a sweet and spicy type. And that pineapple lost every bit of sweetness. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's, let's go back a little bit and explain it. So the crawfish bash, how it all got started was uh, we were we were looking for a group event. Um, our congregation was looking to get some of the young uh, people more involved. And I was asked, you know, what can we do? And I just threw out the idea of a crawfish bash, to which Josh jumped on and said, hey, you can do it at my house. And that was the first annual crawfish bash. And it grew and grew and grew. And now we did the seventh annual. Now, now, and we started, that, what, 30 pounds of crawfish probably and had some left yeah, over? Yeah, we spent, we spent $80 yeah. on the crawfish. And I think I, I think you spent the 80 on the crawfish. And yeah. I bought some of the groceries. Because yeah. you said, like, hey, you throw corn. And so I bought some of the groceries to throw yeah. in it. <clears throat> and we were like, we were expecting about 20 to 30 people. Yeah. And we only had a little over half a dozen. Oh yeah. It was I mean it was like boom boom boom. Yep. No one came uh-huh. and, and to the point where we had so much food that you just called a bunch of your friends mm-hmm. who know what a crawfish cuz I know what a crawfish bash is from college. Yeah. You lived in an area that crawfish is very popular. Yeah. And so you called some of your people that know you, they come over. So we end up with about 20 people yeah, standing like- around a table. Just yeah. shucking crawfish, eating it, and throwing it in a trash can. Yep. And was like, this this is a good time. Yeah. I mean, just, it was fun. We sat there and just talked and yeah. ate and all that. So we decided to do it next year, got a little more organized with it. And before we knew it, we had 65 people at my house in my living room <laughs> and a potential assault charge <laughs> in my front yard. <laughs> Look like a frat party going yeah, on yeah. in your neighborhood. I mean, it, it, it went, but that I mean, and that's the thing. The second year, I didn't expect my maybe twenty, thirty, forty more people. Yeah, yeah, you know, and it and it blew up to sixty something. And people were doing work on the crawfish because you know at first nobody knew if they'd want them. They were yeah. a little spicy and all stuff. And that second year, and that second year, you you like I said, people came around once they figured out how to how to shuck them real quick. Yeah, and and get the meat out, and yeah. they're like, yeah, I mean, it's it's almost like just a little lobster. Yeah. And so it's good meat. So we jumped, I'd say that first one, you said we had about 20 people. 20. And I think they counted 140 at this mm. last one. So I we, was going to say it was huge. We, we've definitely grown this bad boy. Yeah. But it's not really us. It's the crawfish, man. That, yeah. that stuff's good. But, uh, you know, that second year, we've been kind of living in the shadow of it because nobody remembers the party that went as planned. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, it was a good time. Everybody remembers the one that, Got a little out of control. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I guess I was I there for that one. So I don't know. The second one was grand for a, a couple lot. reasons. One, we just blew like completely miscalculated how much time we needed to cook this stuff. Oh yeah, I was I was throwing it out there, and people had been there waiting. Yeah, for a while. we. I mean, we we weren't able to. I mean, we I, were cooking as people were like. I mean, people and I also and didn't wait. know what I was doing, and I thought that as you cooked them, that they pulled seasoning out yeah. of the pot. So I was every batch, I was adding seasoning. Yeah. So by the last, oh, was that the, that's the year that it was super the, hot. Yeah. By Wasn't the last, people's yeah. <laughs> lips were just yeah. swelling. Oh, dude. lips were swell. <laughs> dude, that was a good dude, one. I remember Brad my Sears when I let, when I when I put the last bag here. And Brad said, "I can't believe you're doing that." It was just sludge in the bottom right. of oh, that, dude. Thing. It was oh. hot, dude. It was it was so hot. I mean, my nose, like I remember specifically, <laughs> I had snot dripping from my nose as I'm eating. Our buddy Austin, yeah, just camped out at the table. Oh, I mean, yeah. we're running in and That's out. That's how I met Austin. Yeah. Honestly, I I'd, I'd seen him around, but. Um, 
you know, yeah. I saw this guy doing work, and they're like, yeah, yep. our buddy awesome. Logan, who's half the size of Austin, yeah, uh, doing the same amount of work, yeah. Um, and so, uh, I mean, it was fun. I mean, in all reality, it, it was so terribly unorganized. <laughs> oh and, yeah, and so un. It was out like, of control, man. It nothing went right. But that's what made it. But memorable. it was fun. But yeah, and that's and, what made and, it. And that's the thing, man. Is 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 nothing went right. But it wasn't one of those things where we stressed about it. It's just like, and your house was so packed with people that I remember looking, and there were people standing in corners who looked like they maybe wanted to mingle, but they couldn't because yeah. they were just trapped in whatever people. corner they yeah. were standing in. Yeah, and uh, they were just kind of stuck talking to whoever was close to well, them. That was the last year at your house, right? Yeah. We, we, well, we, we only did it twice. Yeah, we, we did it twice. Yeah, After it, that, we decided... It skyrocketed from 20 people, us having to call yeah. people to like, come over yeah. to just but, too big for... And, and we've, we've done one when a tornado was on its way. Yeah. That one still, I mean, runs together with all the rest. It still didn't have... The, the wow factor, like you said, of the second annual. We, we've been living in the, in the shadow of the second yeah. annual, the most memorable one we've ever done because I got it way too hot. Yeah, you know, was There great. was way too many people. There yeah. was an incident and all these things. But yes, I think and, this year we as, may have. As far as the incident goes. I was about to say expand on that because I don't yeah, remember it. The incident was we had a gentleman who, um, whose dad owns a dojo. Yeah. And oh! He was and so he he had, was trained. He was, he was trained, even though he had some some issues. Yeah, socially and mentally and all and physically. Yeah, and just issues all around the board. Was trying to impress a lady. Yeah. Um. So we we had a uh, a, a couple testosterone filled individuals yeah. fighting over the attention of a yeah of a lady. Yeah. So in order to show that he could. Uh, Karate. He could show someone that uh, how to how to defend themselves. Yeah, I, I think it was the guy. He always wanted to show uh, self let's, defense. Let's moves. let's be honest. His intention was to hurt this individual. <laughs> yeah, he no, was absolutely. Just, he was just hiding it under yeah. the guise of I want to show you a move to get out of a <laughs> <Yeah>. headlock. <laughs> Puts this individual in a headlock. Gets to the point where the people standing around watching, I'm like, dude, you're you're going too girl, far. Yeah, realize. That he's not trying to show him, he's trying to hurt this guy. Yeah. So they they go to separate him. Yeah. Uh, before he gets too too dicey, and as they're pulling him off, from what I understand, yeah. see, we didn't get to see it. We had to hear the story. Yeah. I wish we got to see it. Yeah. But anyway, as they're pulling him off, he the people telling the story. He had a look on their face like we should have been there. Yeah. <laughs> Through a judo, it's it that that story sounds like something that we would be around. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like how are we not? Yeah, a situation that, that situation. we would find ourselves in. But yeah, he throws a judo chop on this guy's neck, and you're looking at about six months of rehab. Uh, yeah, and chiropractor visits because of it. A so. legit judo chop from behind by and, someone who knows what yeah, they're doing, man. It's not it's not just a comical thing from a movie that will jack you yeah, up. Man. And he's and he you know it's a big guy. Yeah, he and, was a very large yeah, guy. And, and compared yes. to the other guy. And so, yeah. um, it, it, it got, got dicey and, and, and it's, I think it's something now we, we can laugh about yeah and whether we can or not, I'm still laughing about it. <laughs> not, not because of the guy who got hurt, just because of the situation. I mean, it just, just cause it was out of control. Yeah, like, was why is this happening at, you know, what should be a nice family function? Exactly. And, and <laughs> cause you're talking about a, a crawfish, by the way, when we say crawfish bash, this is, this isn't a bunch of, you know, people 
getting drunk around a table. You know, we don't even have alcohol at these things. We're yeah. just, we're really just having a, a dinner, a fellowship dinner. You know, and we just yeah. amped it up by bringing in crawfish. Yeah, and and and, and a psychopath. And, and to be honest, <laughs> and to clarify, and to clarify, the dude had no shot at the girl. <laughs> Zero shot. No, no guys. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Was it one? Would you say it might have been one in a million? <laughs> Not even that. I'm talking like maybe the last person on earth she's willing to sacrifice to human race. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember who the female involved was. But well, anyway, after. But moving anyway. on. But so, move, But moving on. You know. You know. We. We. Like I said, we've lived in the shadow of every. Great event is when things go wrong, but they go wrong in a way that makes them memorable, not in a way that, you know, makes them tragic or anything. Yeah. So, you know, we kind of lived in the shadow of that one because it was super memorable. And then all the rest, even like with tornadoes coming, uh, we've done them when it started raining. You know, this time it started raining. We had to bring it in and and bring it inside last minute. None of those, for some reason, have have stood out. But this seventh annual, I, I feel like we... I feel like we did it because we bring in all this crawfish and they see us putting it around this table. Well, and, and with, there's this raised centerpiece with, with nothing foil. on it yet. Yeah, with fo- well, they're, they're, it's on it, but it's covered in, yeah, foil. covered in foil. So everyone was like, what, what, is what, what is that? What's going on? And then they peel back the foil and there's a 21 pound alligator with a pineapple shoved in its <laughs> mouth, which no one even knew what to do with it, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> there wasn't even a, like a fork and knife to start trimming meat Which off. Which is the best part. So I think someone just grabbed the tail and it just it sort of came that, off, that so tail, they just started tearing it off. The tail broke off when we were trying to transport okay. it from the grill. But, I'm not so sure these people weren't just tearing meat off with they their were, fingers. And, and they were, and that's <laughs> the best part is, is the shock of like, oh, this is great, <laughs> and then the confusion of what do we do with it? You know what I mean? And so... Yeah. But um, uh, but by the end of the night, every bit of that gator had been eaten, even an uh, eyeball. Yeah, even an eyeball. Some some wild kid oh, decided. Gross. So one kid sticks his finger into the gator's head and starts feeling around and pokes an eyeball out, or what looks like an eyeball. Puts it in his mouth, bites on it a couple of times. It crunches, so he spits it out. Yeah. And then he puts his finger back in there because for some reason he just really wanted to see what else was in yeah. there. And he finds the actual eyeball. That was just like the big. That was like an eye booger or sleep. Yeah, like it or was something. A, it was a crusty is all it was. Or, or maybe he found the pupil or something. I don't know. But he found this little um, smaller thing that looked yeah. like the actual eyeball. Yeah. And we we're like, somebody eat it. And another kid. And the kid goes, I'll do it. I'll do it. Throws it up in the air like yeah. it's a skittle. Oh, throws it, <laughs> oh, I, that's and that's nasty. what I'm saying. Like I'm sitting there, like throw it in your mouth. He's like, "No, watch this," and I'm like, <laughs> "Oh, he's going for legend status." <laughs> so, so he does. He chunks it in the air, catches it first. Catches try. it first try, and we're expecting him to swallow, swallow it and go run and get. No, this dude starts chewing Chew it. What? Yeah, chews it, it, and then nah. he sticks his tongue out, and it's just black. Just with a this black streak. I don't know what the texture <laughs> of that was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was good yeah these i mean that's what i'm saying like i'm just nasty. saying our future is in good hands because these nah. kids were impressive <laughs> but that's what i'm saying and it's like people doing stuff like that yeah that make it like okay yeah this, that that's that's a story we can tell yeah. no one gets judo chopped in the neck yeah you know and, and, and as far that. as church events go I mean, a lot of people throw like a lame little christmas special or they have like a fourth yeah. of july picnic or something like that we got yeah. kids eating eyeballs. That's all I'm saying, man. 
Like, the, people are talking about this Monday morning. We sound ridiculous. I mean, we're talking about it now. Yeah. But, but. It was. It was a. It was. It was a monumental gonna, occasion exactly. for a lot people of people. People are going to talk about it Monday morning. Yeah. And then they're going to say there was no alcohol involved. Yeah. And people are going to look at them weird. Yeah. Because like, <laughs> how did y'all party this yeah, hard without exactly. getting boozed up? Yeah. How do y'all do that without? <laughs> you know, how do you have people uh, eyeball? You know, the guy, the kid's dad. Believe it or not, you don't. You don't have to do things that you're ashamed uh, of to have a great time. But, and the kid's dad, when he ate that eyeball, looked at me. He goes, "Man, that's something you have to be drunk to do, man." <laughs> That kid just wants attention that bad, you know. Just so, kids are wild, man. Yeah, kids a, will do anything. Yeah, it was a it was a fun uh, time, man. He's a teenager. Been, I say kid. He's a teenager. Yeah, I yeah. mean, and, and that's the thing. I nah, would, that's okay. I, would, I mean, dude, I have friends. That you can drive. It. You can make a decision on whether or not you want to eat an eyeball. Uh, my favorite line was Josh looked at him and he said, "Way to make a stand against peer pressure." <laughs> Took him one second to say, "I'll do it." look at me. <laughs> yeah, it didn't take any convincing, man. <laughs> You're an oak. He had, yeah, he had enough people around him. But, but there's promise for the kid. He's the first one jumping off the bridge. Because he's, because you could tell in his head, he's like, I'm gonna give these people something to talk about. Yeah, and he was right, hundred percent. Yeah, and you know when Logan, you know, went off to college and then got a job in Tulsa, we thought we'd lost that, you know, because Logan was our guy. He would, yeah. You could always count on Logan or Nate, you know, to do something. And, and, and yeah. that looks – like I said, the future's in good hands, yeah. man. We got some good ones coming up. Yeah, it was, it was fun. But no, it was a good one. A lot of memorable things, you know. And I have to say, we got 120 pounds of crawfish, and it all was eaten. Uh, the shrimp was all eaten. Um, mm -hmm. The gator was picked clean. Yeah. I mean, once people started figuring out everywhere there was meat on it, they started coming back up and just picking it clean yeah, to the point someone finally took the pineapple out of the gator's mouth, cut it in half, and they started eating it. So I was proud of everyone. There's the guest, <laughs> former guest from the the wives episode, Miss Tucker. Yeah, gnawing on the spine of that gator. Oh yeah, that's a great <laughs> getting picture. In, getting in touch you, with you. Definitely, her, this is one that you want to um, watch on YouTube so you can see the picture of my lovely wife. Yeah. Um, Gnawing on going the all, spine. Going all predator <laughs> on the predator. Getting primal on that yeah. thing. I mean, just, but, yeah, it was a good time. I enjoyed it. Yeah, man, that, that's something we all look forward to every year. And um, I don't know, man. I, it's now stress. we got to figure out how to top that. It's stressful planning it. It is. It is. Day of, it gets stressful. Yeah. I wish it was outside. Cleanup would have been easier if it was outside. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. Is um, cleanup's always a pain. Yeah, but... But like I say, a good time for about 140 people yeah. that uh, makes it worth it, I guess you can say. Yeah. You know something we do? We add to it every year. Because that first year, I didn't know what I was doing at all. I feel like I'm pretty good at it now. Yeah. You know, seven years into it. And I do one for work now as well. And uh, I work with a guy. He's uh, He was originally from Louisiana. His grandma was raised down there. His mom was raised down there. And uh, that they love to eat Cajun food all the time. And uh, he always gives me ideas. Um, one friend, not him, had told me to put mushrooms in the boil, yeah. and they, they were good. Uh, Chad, though, the guy I work with, he, he said, man, he goes, it's going to sound weird. He said, put pineapple chunks in the boil. And that's what you were talking about earlier yeah. was we did that, and people would see the pineapple chunks, and like you said, they were expecting that spicy and that sweet together. 
I don't know where the sweet goes, <laughs> but it ain't there no more. <laughs> that sweet chunk that thing. the deuce to that pineapple. <laughs> like, I'm out. Because <laughs> all that's in that pineapple is just the spice and the juice of the mm-hmm. a crawfish boil. Yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever the crawfish is supposed to taste like, multiply that by 10. Yeah. And that's what that in, pineapple is. In the texture of a up. pineapple. Yeah, because yeah. it soaked up all yeah. of it. And The only thing pineapple about that thing is the texture. That's, yeah. And that's all that's remaining. So yeah, it, it's and a, I wonder if, if maybe we put it in later if it keeps some of the sweetness. <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, you know, fruit, fruit does absorb. You know, yeah, or I, bigger chunks maybe. Yeah, but I don't know. It was good. Bigger chunks, you would still get some sweet. We did. Uh, I think instead of doing um, a can, we just bought like cans of pineapple chunks. Yeah, I think if you buy a pineapple and cut it into big, mm-hmm. big chunks, yeah, you, you'd. You would get that sweet and the the salty and the spicy all together, and it would yeah. be a little dude, bit Dude, speaking better. of salt, man. It was salty. Dude. I'm still having to chug water. My pits have been sweating all day because <laughs> of it, man. <laughs> like, you know you know when you, you eat so much salt that you're just retaining so much water, your body's just trying to get rid of yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. That's where I'm at, man. Yeah. And, and, but my mouth is completely dry. Well, and that's one thing. So our crowd doesn't like it super spicy. So to bring out the flavor, I added a bunch of salt. And that's why everybody's saying, oh, it tastes great. It's like, yeah, it's because it's salty as the sea over here. Yeah, see, I see. I think we should replace all the salt with the spice. No, I agree. But, I agree. you know, chemical Maybe. burns. Well, you know. <laughs> and, and that that is, second year, nobody died, all right? And that, that and was liquid that, fire. That, <laughs> I mean, and that's the nice part. I mean, if it comes down to, like, violent diarrhea. Yeah. Or sweaty pits i'm probably going to sweaty pits most of the time all right but most of the time most of the time <laughs> there's that one yeah. occasion where man <laughs> here now and then <laughs> but uh uh yeah but, but it was I a great prefer, event i prefer it spicy it's a good weekend yeah i've got another one my work one is uh so i go to tennessee this weekend for uh my wife's 30th birthday shout Uh-oh. out to brit and then uh then we're gonna we're gonna turn around and uh, that next week, I've got a crawfish boil for my work. And then that's usually the last one I get to do. Yeah. So, but there's a lot of other things. You know, I've got that boiler, and I, I don't utilize it enough because you can go outside and throw down anything on it. You know, you can go buy crab legs and do a seafood boil or yeah. or whatever else, whatever's in season. But what everybody keeps telling me is those blue crabs are what you want to get. Yeah. And they say those are good. Yeah, if you have millions of dollars. I mean, that's... Uh, well, I mean, if you were just doing it for a couple of people and you wanted to well, spend money, instead of going out and spending money on a nice dinner, you could do that. Yeah. Because I told you about that one but time. It, there was a, a Valentine's Day. I don't know about you guys, but on Valentine's Day, as a married man, I go to Homeland because I can get a steak and flowers. All right? So that's... Is, is that not what y'all do? Unless I didn't know Homeland was still a company. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Homeland Grocery Stores is where the married do you man drive, goes. Do you drive by Pratt's to get there? <laughs> drive by maybe the, a GFF. Right by the 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 IGA. So, oh man. So, oh yeah, but uh, but yeah. So I went to Homeland one year for Valentine's Day, and I was like, man, I've I've been doing the Homeland, you know, roses and a steak, you know, for a couple of years straight. Now I need to do something different. I bought a uh, two live lobsters. And uh, steamed them at home. And oh, really? Yeah, I mean, it's a little expensive, you know, to buy lobsters, but it's not near as expensive as it would be to go get one cooked. And yeah. there's not much to cooking them. I mean, there's almost nothing to it. How much is two lobsters? 
it's it's like market. Yeah. You know, um, but I think I bought two lobsters and two steaks. And I think I spent like, you know, like 60 bucks or something yeah. like that. Yeah. 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 That's not too bad. That's and you're bad. talking about a Valentine's Day dinner. Yeah. That's man. You're getting off cheap. Yeah. Now, I will say the thing about it is, for one thing, the little house me and Brittany are living in, we're trying to save up to buy a house. So the one we're living in now is not very big. We do most of our eating around a coffee table because our table is covered with stuff because there's not enough kitchen cabinets. And uh, I get these two lobsters, and we bring them out. And she's thinking, you know, how do we eat this? I said, I don't know. So look around. <laughs> I, I went and had to get the channel lock pliers <laughs> to crack this thing. So we were we were handing back and forth my old channel lock pliers and uh, pulling the meat out with just forks, you know. So we, we looked like a couple, you know, that's a couple a, rednecks that's, trying that's to, eat a a hillbilly way to eat a lobster. <laughs> But no, that's man. awesome. There's nothing wrong the, with that. The, no. I, the idea of it was great. The execution, maybe not so great, but it was delicious. And again, like that second annual crawfish bash, of all the Valentine's Days, that's the one we always look back on with the fondest memories. Us sitting in that dumpy little house around that coffee table, trying to figure out how to eat a lobster and just getting it everywhere. You know, yeah. and, and it's our favorite Valentine's Day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Have you ever actually shopped at a meat market? Yeah, just not often, and I only bought steaks. Yeah. I kind of, I'd kind of like to go to a meat market. I want, I really want um, some, you know, like sushi grade tuna c- to cook yeah. rare. So I, I've never been to one until yeah. this past week. Uh, I was at a training event out of Mustang, and uh, a buddy of mine, <clears throat> repro- <clears throat> he recommended a place called Cassie's. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Apparently, it's pretty well known in the area. Okay, is it OKC area? It's Mustang. Mustang. Yeah, right. it's Mustang right next to the, the meat the, market. Yeah, the Walmart Mustang. And uh, it was, I mean, it's a it's kind of cool to go in there because obviously it's just all meat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, you go up to the counter, and uh, since I was there, I was like, I'll go all out. So I got four filet mignons to bring home because yeah. the girls love steak, uh, you know. And Shannon and I like filet mignon, so yeah, it's cool because you get to pick out yeah. what you want. That's it, the ladies' cut or the beta cut for all you <laughs> listeners. Uh, no, that's that's the I got money to blow. Cut. Josh, that's hey, the big spender cut. The, Josh says he won't eat meat that's on a bone still. That's the, Ask yeah. the guy how much alligator he, he ate cooks, at the crawfish. He, <laughs> he cooks chuck roast like it's a filet mignon. That's yeah. the beta cut. Yeah. yeah. No, so, I didn't eat off that gator because I know who cooked it. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. I knew uh, there was a risk. Of, there's a lot of a coli going around <laughs> the church right now. Say, I know there's a salmonella. Uh, I know there was, yeah, there was a chance of some violent vomiting later in the night. So <laughs> this guy's I, terrible, I, I man. Avoided it. Yeah. Uh, that's what no. I anyway, I just, I cut up some garlic, cut up some onions. Yeah. And just uh, did it all in, in the pan. It was awesome. It was yeah. Real good. Now, yeah. the meat market is that the one, the one I went to that I bought steak. Like I bought a prime rib, and he actually bought the whole, pretty much side of the cow up, hmm. and he's just like, which part do you just, want? Well, he just said, "Let me know." And yeah. he would just move the knife. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, further, further, yeah. further. And that thing was about this thick. Yeah. I mean, it was like it was like Fred Flintstone. For our listening audience, that's about three inches. <laughs> like Fred, just, just whatever the lady brings Fred Flintstone out in the yeah. beginning credits, yeah. that's what it was. That's, uh, that was the, the, the brontosaurus yeah, ribs. That was, that was yeah. the goal for it. So, you know, and took it home and I like it rare. Yeah, you know, and that so. and that may just depend on the uh, the type of meat that you're purchasing, yeah. how they how they cut it for you. I mean, filet mignon's obviously cut to a certain size, and yeah, you know that's um, well, that's, the filet is also part of the <clears throat> the t bone as well. If, if I remember, yeah. if I remember right, the one I went to because I said I want to get the thickest you know cut of steak I can get, and they said, well, we'll only cut it so thick because you can't get the 
middle cooked if it gets too thick. Yeah. So I mean, really, you know, you can get a you can get it pretty thick, yeah. but there's kind of a limit on how thick that <clears throat> you know you really want it because as long as you cook you're going to have to burn the outside to even yeah. get the inside well, to you, a reasonable temperature. But, if, but yeah, but what I'm saying, if you like it rare enough, like I like it rare. Yeah. You know that like you're not really cooking it that long anyway. You're basically just cooking the outside of it. Yeah. The outside on that on something that thick though, you would have to you'd have to slow cook it. I mean, yeah. honestly, just to yeah. just to get well, it healthy. And and in in at prime at uh uh outback when we did prime rib, they would do that. They'd bring in that big chunk of meat and just slow roast it and they cut it. So when you cut it, it was pink on the inside. Yeah. And then you had a ring around it and basically the size of that ring determined whether it was, you know, rare to to well done. Uh-huh. But even a well done one still was mostly pink on the inside with about an inch yeah. of brown around it. Yeah, yeah. that prime ribs, that's it's good. But uh yeah. but anyways, I remember I'm doing that, but what you were talking about with the knife, uh have you guys ever you've been to mirrors, right? Mirrors? Mirrors? Uh by over, Oh yeah, it's over by uh, so um it's it's over there in that Medicine Park, kind of by Medicine Park area in the yeah, Wichita Mountains. There. Y'all ever been there? That wow. has the burgers that are famous. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been to Mears. Yeah. yeah. The Bison Burger place. Yeah, it's right never, outside Fort Seal. Never been there. Yeah. Yes, anyway, I've been there. Anyway, so, and if you're listening and you're not from the Oklahoma area, so around Lawton, Oklahoma, there's this area called Medicine Park, and there's a big wildlife refuge out there. Well, a lot of times what people will do is they'll go down to um, the Wichita Mountain Wildlife Refuge, and they'll go... Uh, you know, kind of travel around it and do all that stuff. And then when you get ready to leave, whether you're, you know, a lot of people ride their motorcycles up Mount Scott and a bunch of other stuff. Whenever you leave, people take the back roads out because there's this little town that I don't even know if it's an actual town as much as there's this little place called Mirrors where, and I think that's even the name of the town, isn't it? Possibly. Possibly. But uh, you go in there and um, they have burgers that they make out of the longhorn cattle i think that they raise i think yeah. that's what the original pool was and then you could get buffalo burgers and stuff yep. but you can order a steak there and they bring out the the meat and the guy starts moving the knife and asks you where yeah you want it cut i was watching him do that i looked at Brittany once and i said man he brought that sucker out to me i'd take that knife i'd tap it and i'd say it's good <laughs> 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 that'll do well you you're just do, guessing i guess you're just you guessing sl- at how much you're spending at that point <laughs> yeah you know, what you do is you, sl- you you cut off a sliver yeah that to someone else <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah we uh have you ever heard of a uh a kansas cut uh so not like a not like a new york strip kansas city cut it's think? it's on the bone yeah uh and i can't remember what part of the cow it comes from but yeah. we we went to a, a french restaurant and whenever we're in montreal mostly because the the place that sent us up there for my surgery was paying for our meals and they told, us, they told us to eat somewhere nice so oh, yeah. we go in there and they bring out the cuts and yeah. they're like this is the kansas cut and it's on the side of a bone i don't know what part of the bone but I mean, it's about three inches thick. Like it's oh, wow. it's thick, yeah. and I mean, it's probably the better part of like a foot long. Oh wow! Like it's a massive cut <laughs> yeah, of steak. The, the, <laughs> the other name for that is tomahawk cut. Yeah, that's and okay. that's, uh, that's yeah. probably what it is because it kind of yeah. had that shape. All right, uh, yeah, but it's, it's a, a uh, very expensive cut of meat. Yeah, it's it, a uh, essentially a ribeye. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> left on the bone. But so. I mean, it's tender like fillet. Uh, wow. it's yeah. ridiculous <laughs> it's one of those things where you don't know how much you're spending on it yeah and i was like you know what i might be blind tomorrow so let's just go all out <laughs> yeah get just guess how much that steak did not cost me 95 no oh wow um higher oh yeah way higher oh so wow 80 huh about 180 higher oh wow 240 
two hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, that's how much that cut of steak was. Yeah. Goodness yeah. gracious! But I mean, th- they also now was it aged? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, 40, that's, Forty-five that's, days. Yeah, that's yeah. part of it, and the other part Isn't of that, it is the uh, first time I heard of that, it blew my mind. They said, "Yeah, you basically let it get rancid, and then you cut and then off you the rancid just parts, trim that rancid <laughs> yeah. part off, and it's the most tender steak you'll ever eat." Yeah, yeah it, dude, it's, it's yeah, so it's, good. It's caked in salt, like yeah, like very crust, like probably about that much salt just on the outside, and then they cut all that off. Yeah, which you know apparently does something yeah. to the meat. But that's oh, it tenderizes it. Yeah. Uh, that's it, that, the meat breaks down naturally. Yeah, yeah. but that mm. was one of two steaks I've had that I like better than Red Prime steak. Yeah, it was good. And I mean, but I mean, it was just massive. It was way too much steak for <laughs> any two people to eat. That's, but that's was, a lot of good cut of steak too. Yeah. It's not like that's a just a big hunk of you well, know. Well, and that's the thing. Some it's it's usually designed for like that. Those are kind of things not for not one person is supposed to order. Oh, yeah, and that's yeah. why it costs so much. No, it's it was two. two or three meals yeah. in one. Yeah, yeah, uh, and so easily three between however, my wife and I. How close? How close did you get to finishing it? I finished it. Did dude. you? Oh yeah, Shana ate, a, ate Shana ate a third, and I ate two thirds of it. That's but awesome. I thought I was going to vomit pure steak <laughs> later that it's night. So worth it though, man. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> that's the, I mean, that's it, a good kind I mean, of pain. It's a one time deal. I don't know that you yeah. can go anywhere locally and get that cut. Yeah, you can go to Ruth Chris. They have it. Well, well and, and how often are not you going to go out and big. drop 250 Probably, bucks on yeah, a steak? Yeah, it's not that Just aged. a steak, yeah. yeah. It's not that aged. The, the fancier steakhouse, I think Mahogany has a, a tomahawk cut as well. Yeah. It's probably not aged as well. And, and the cow you probably, they came off of was probably a a higher grade cow. Yeah, more the, than just the Angus or, or it's or, it's. I mean, it was us. It was USDA, but it was a different rating. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah so the, those cows are bred like well, like yeah. racehorses because they only almost. got them from they got them from a, a particular place in Kansas, like one yeah. place. They have a place in Canada, and then they had Australian wagyu and Japanese wagyu, which apparently Australian is better than Japanese. Really? Yeah, because I mean it's more expensive significantly. Yeah. Well, Japanese. The Japanese wagyu sometimes you you. The Japanese are extremely stingy with their, with their food. Yeah, uh, we've talked about it with the bluefin tuna. Oh yeah, like if it's something catch, they have, they don't really yeah, do they, they, they kind of hold on to it. They don't export that kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, and so a lot of times when you when you think you're getting, well, they may not have enough to export because there's a lot of high end. Well, and, and that's part of it. But, stuff in Japan. But the other thing eat. is, is a lot of times when you get a Japanese wagyu. Yeah, uh, because. And, and a lot of it has to do with the the island of Japan is not very big either, so yeah. you can't just mass produce cows wow. like you can in Australia. So a lot of times when you get the Japanese uh, wagyu, it's not necessarily from Japan. It's just more of a, a Japanese approved ranch. Really, uh, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Okay, and so it, it it's That's not new to me. It's not necessarily. Dude, it all comes out looking the hey, same man. when most, I eat most it. My, most of my... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when all's most, said and done, and they, that turd's not marbled. I get my steak... Obviously, I get my steaks from the same place as I get my roses, man. Homeland. I'm, yeah. Like Ron Swanson uh, going to the food and, and stuff. That's where thing, I get all man. my food it's, and most of my stuff. It's cool. <laughs> you know, like eating bluefin tuna was cool. It's a cool story to tell, but it's not like... And it was good. It was very tender. But yeah. it's not like one of those things where I was like, I got to get back there and do that again. Yeah. yeah. You know? Well, it's kind of a, it's a weird feeling to spend a lot of money on food. That's probably one, I can't afford to do it all the time, but even yeah. if I could, it's just, it's, it's weird because once it's done, it's done. Yeah. Like you, you can, you can have like a really good experience that you remember, but it's not like a car where you, if you spend well, a lot of money, you have it for well, 10 years. That's you know? why I hate fireworks. And, and the yeah. thing is, is sometimes 
you know, I know that Britt and I, um, instead of buying each other gifts, a lot of times we just go somewhere and eat yeah. a nice meal. Yeah. And, that, and that's our deal because we don't get a lot of date nights. And so we'll get, you know, someone to come watch Josie and we'll go out on a, on a date night and eat somewhere nice. And when it's all said and done, you're like, all right, you know, we paid twice as much for that meal as we would have other places or cooking it ourselves. But was the wow factor there of, yeah. of how much better it was than what I could have done at home? Yeah, it's probably a little bit better than what I could have done at home, but not by enough to yeah. to really blow me away. Now, whereas your Montreal experience, that that's probably way better than anything yeah. you're yeah. you're going to get anywhere else, much less oh, trying yeah. to do it at yeah. home. But again, it's that. And like your deal in Austin, you know, when y'all went down there and but, had But had again, all it's not necessarily either the way it co- it's cooked. It's the cows are bred like racehorses. Yeah. So they could, the reason they only buy it from that one place is because they can track where the cows are. I mean, yeah, they get treated. perfect marbling and all the kind. Well, yeah. but they, they're, 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 they're fed a certain yeah, way. They, well, yeah, and there's a guy that's probably been cooking it for 20 years back there cooking yeah. it for you. He doesn't make mistakes. Yeah. yeah. So, Me, I overcook mine a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and so I've that's been known to do that. Then, you know, that's a lot of where the money comes from. Yeah. yeah. And so, so from your standpoint, if you were to go buy that steak from that ranch in Kansas, then you're probably looking at about the same. Yeah. Now an Outback steak, I mean, yeah, you're not. Trust. I worked at Outback. That dude cooking your steak was cooking at McDonald's a week ago. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I, I worked in I worked in some restaurants, and uh, I just remember the cooks. You know, they, they they acted like they were you know pretty good cooks and all. I was thinking, man, you're just some guys who got stuck in a kitchen because dude, those <laughs> you started working here a long time ago and just hadn't figured out where to go from here. Well, yeah, that's the thing, you, man. You, you were taught how to cook from some other guy that, and you know, and you know what makes a, a guy. You didn't go to you didn't go to Platt College. You know what make you know what makes the guy the best cook at a restaurant like that? What's it's that? not the ability to cook; it's his ability to handle the pressure of the busy hour. Yeah, it, it's know, being able to he, organize and get all the yeah, meals out without making turn, a mistake. Yeah, can he turn the food? It's not necessarily about taste I as like much a, as it's you know you know. I like my steak on. medium rare, and it's so hard to get it that way. I mean, usually it's medium. Uh, I'm like, if you're gonna err, err on the side of rare. You know, that's what and, I say. Yeah, and same thing with uh, if I go somewhere and they claim to have sushi don't. grade uh, tuna. I'll order a tuna steak, and I'll tell them I want it rare. I don't even want you to cook it if at all possible. You can bring it out just a big chunk of fish. What is that, sashimi? Yeah, I guess because um, sashimi is when it's just yeah, the so meat. Sashimi's when it's yeah. just the meat. Yeah, but it's raw. I mean, it's yeah. like cubed tuna, right? Yeah, yeah. Or whatever uh, fish you it might, is. You might be thinking ceviche. Oh, maybe. Where they cook it with uh, lemon and lime, the acid and, yeah. and, and citrus fruit. Yeah, maybe. That's, that's ceviche. But uh, but yeah. So um, and every time I get it, man, it doesn't matter how you know good the restaurant claims to be, they always bring it out, and it's oh, yeah. it's always medium well. It seems yeah. like I'm, okay. That's don't call it, it sushi grade if you're not willing to give it to me raw, because yeah. <laughs> you know I want my biggest fear to be mercury poisoning <laughs> from just the fact that it came out of our would polluted you, would ocean. You, would you eat a puffer fish? No. Like that one that has to be cut perfectly or else it'll poison you? <laughs> no. I, no. I That's big, dude. Japanese Japanese people are, I mean, the, the country Japan is weird, man. They eat a lot of fish, man. They love fish. No, they like the weird stuff, though. That's yeah. like a delicacy out there. You look at some of the stuff that's a delicacy in Japan, mm-hmm. they, I, I wouldn't even like crawfish bash it just to get <laughs> the, the reaction out of people, Yeah, you know, because yeah. it's just, it's just. I think the grossest thing I've ever seen um, is what's that? What's that egg thing? 
Like where you pull it open, there's like a crusty dead bird inside of it, and they eat the egg. I don't know if that's Japan or where that's at. Yeah, that's gross. It could be. You that, know what? You know what? That could funny? be an Arctic area. You know what's funny? Know. How they how they came upon that, right? Yeah. Like most most of the time, when you come across this nasty stuff that people eat, it's like some homeless dude was so hungry, <laughs> he's just like, "I'm taking it." Yeah. You know, and 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 uh, realize. Well, there's a. Um... There's a meal called the, it's called like the bird of shame, but it's in a different language. I want to say it was French or something yeah. where you have to cover your head with the towel that you're eating this thing through because the bird is cooked alive yeah. and it's supposedly still somewhat alive. Like they leave the head on it and everything whenever you go in and eat this thing. Oh. So you put the towel over your head, you go in and you start eating on this yeah. thing while it's still alive. That's just disgusting. No, yeah. I'm telling you, man. I thought the weirdest thing was, uh, you know, Brittany went to, uh, her family went to Alaska and, and they went, you know, way up. And I think her mom, uh, tried the raw whale blubber or whatever it is that they have up there. Oh, yeah. Um, and then, uh, they have some other stuff that's, that's pretty disgusting too. Yeah. Have you ever had, it's for the calories. They yeah. eat a lot of blubber and fat and stuff. Have you yeah. ever had foie gras? Mm-mm. That's just a, uh, what is it? It's like a goose liver and they've been force fed like fat and corn and oh, a bunch wow. of stuff. And it just gives them this real fatty liver. Oh, and then man. they just. I think they cook it like they sear it, and that's about it. But uh, at our uh, at our resort in Mexico last year, they had it on the oh, menu, well. so I was like, "Man, might as well, might as well try." And I mean, it comes out looking like a little fillet. I was like, "Oh, that actually looks really good." And then, like as you're cutting into it, it's almost like it pops, and you're just like, "Oh!" <laughs> so I split it between me and another dude, and we <laughs> we eat it, dude. It was like eating like if I was to take like fat that had been sitting in a skillet for a week and just like rubbed it oh. on my tongue. It was the nastiest, fattiest thing I have ever L- eaten. Was it liver? Ugh. Yeah. It's, that, it's doesn't a good, liver, it's a liver have a metallic taste to it? It can. It can have a real... It, it, and, and if it I ever mean, does, it'll, it'll yeah, make you it, sick. All I could taste is just like can't greasy fat is all it tasted like. It was yeah. not good. Yeah. No, man. That's why I stick to Meat and vegetables, baby. Yeah, <laughs> meat and vegetables. I could eat, I could eat steak. Josh is over here eating chicken every strips every day. Yeah. That's, that's his thing. But... Keeping it basic. I mean, I get, I'll get <clears throat> adventurous with my food. Yeah, but it's gonna have to be like it's more about like I'll eat a gator. Yeah, but I'll eat the normal part of like the same part of a gator that I'll eat is the same part of a cow or chicken that I'll eat. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're not gonna eat the weird like parts. like if you're like hey eat a goose liver. It's like no, I won't eat anything's liver. Yeah. yeah. Therefore, I'm not gonna eat this goose's liver. I don't care how yeah. fancy or whatever it is. You know what yeah. I mean? You ever tried the calf fries or the lamb fries? Nope. Yeah. Wow. No. Yeah. But I was thinking about maybe that for next year. Yeah. Hey, thought, my, nah. my dad tried to get me to get some at uh, what is it? The big tech? Is it the big Cattlemans? No, in Texas, is it the big red barn or the big Texan or? Yeah. And it's a I, it's a really well known place. It's got the huge like waving cowboy. Oh, an Amarillo. Yeah. Yeah, with the seventy two ounce. Yeah. Uh, What's the name of that place? Um, the big Texan is the name of the steak. Um, I forgot the name of the place though. Yeah, yeah. it's like the red, it's like the big barn or or whatever. But they have that on the menu. They have calf fries on the menu. We were driving to uh, to Broken Bow from Norman, and I told Brittany, I said, "Hey, we're gonna stop in. Uh, we're gonna go kind of roundabout way and stop in Krebs, and we're gonna go to Pete's place, uh, an, an Italian place." Uh, no, that's right, Big Texan Steak Ranch and Brewery. Okay, cool. And uh, I think that's a new name, though. It, it, yeah. uh, Pete's place is pretty cool. Uh, when you get there, um, they have instead of a big dining area, they have these dining rooms. Yeah. So when you go sit at your table, it's just you, and they shut a door. So oh, you nice. and whoever you're sitting with. It, it's a real cool place to go. Um, they might have a big dining area, but they have these secluded What's rooms. That? Pete's Place and Krebs. Uh-huh. But anyways, we get in there, and I said, hey, you know, get whatever you want, you know. This is when we were just dating. I was like, I'll, I'll buy it. 
And uh, I was like, get whatever you want. You know, go all out. And she gets lamb fries. So I'm thinking, okay, you know. And she gets it, and she's she's getting started. I was like, like, I was like, when did you like start eating lamb fries? And she said, I don't know. It just sounded like it'd be good. And you know, she starts eating it, and I'm like, do you know what they are? She said, well, yeah. It's just like you know, like chicken fries. It's like lamb fries. I was, she was comparing it to Burger King's <laughs> chicken fries. <laughs> I said, what in the world made you think lamb fries were going to be? She thought it was going to be little slivers of lamb meat fried. Did she eat it? She ended up eating it. Oh, She didn't is, eat much of it. You told her what it was before she ate it. I finally told So I told her what it actually was. I said, well, that's, that's not it. That's not what it is. This is pretty funny, you know, that you thought that. But anyway, she, she toughed it out, and she went ahead and ate it. They're not bad. It is a weird thing to get over. You know, like I said, uh, squirrel. We ate squirrel growing See, up. I never had that. Yeah, but we also grew up. It. We grew up in southeast Oklahoma where there were tons of squirrels. I mean, out I know in the you woods. could eat it. Yeah, and and it wasn't uncommon. Now a lot of the old timers would eat the brains out of them. Now I never did that. I'm never big on eating brains or you know anything like that and stuff. And I was I didn't really want to try calf fries the first time I tried them, but I went ahead and they weren't bad. I liked them. Speaking I mean, of calf fries, we uh. But I'm not too adventurous, so we I We went to an Italian restaurant with Roberto and his wife. Yeah. You know, and, and he's a little more fancy. But the waiter comes up and he's like, you know, can I this this is why my wife's such a buzzkill, right? Yeah. She he comes up and he, you know, gives us the history of have you been here before? No. So he gives us the history of it, which is cool. It's straight Italian family. Mm-hmm. So I mean who I mean it's anyway. So he goes, Can I start you off guys with some some lamb fries or some calamari? And I go, lamb fries? He goes, yeah. I said, what part of the lamb is that? <laughs> like, And I asked him all serious, like I didn't know. And you saw this look over his face, like how, do I, how am I going to explain in front of these two women what this guy wants me to tell him? <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm, and, my, and, and Roberto's cool yeah, because Roberto would play along with him. But the two ladies hit me like, stop it. He doesn't want lamb fries. Like... <laughs> <laughs> and then he realized I was messing with him. You yeah. know what I mean? But I'm sitting there like, no, man. Y'all should have let the guy exactly. figure this out and yeah. see how he handled exactly. it. Exactly. See how well he does it. And that's, if he handles this right, his tip is going to go way exactly. up. <laughs> exactly. And that's, and, if he and, handles it wrong, it might go way <laughs> up. No, it it would be great. If, you know, but but it's just funny to see the awkward, like, you yeah. can tell, like, like oh, no. Oh, you know, man. so anyway. Yeah. Have you, have you ever had an like done an eating contest or anything like that? Yeah, like something where like like the the big Texan where you well it. no no I, I've never done the if you can eat it in so many minutes or if you can finish all of it type yeah. deals. Now what we we've, we've done before in the past is when we were in college we would go uh, to buffets and things like that and and just compete against each other to see who could eat the most. Yeah, just get sick man, yeah, just absolutely sick. I didn't go to one of them. That's bad food. The too. one, well, and the one I missed, and I'm glad I didn't go to it because they all. It seemed like it was the most miserable any of them were. They went to Western Sizzler during the um, the buffet, all you can eat steak or whatever, and all my friends had a steak eating competition and just ate nothing but as Ooh. much steak as they could. And we, <laughs> that's just so. For how long <laughs> did they not poop? Yeah, I, I was glad I didn't get in on that one. I was, I was luckily. Uh, had prior engagement. Yeah, we went to uh, Red Lobster, which 
in my opinion, is the worst oh, I hate restaurant that there is. If you like butter, it's good. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the only thing they have going for them is the biscuits. That's it. That's yeah. the only thing that's decent. Tons of butter, man. And uh, they had, it's like Thursday nights, they have all-you-can-eat shrimp, and it's like five different kinds of shrimp. You get like garlic, like scampi, fried, mm-hmm. coconut, whatever. So I went with uh, my wife's brother-in-law, like our families went, and so we were we just were like, hey, let's see how many we can eat. Yeah. I got 54, and he got 62. And, I mean, they're not, like, big shrimp, but that's still yeah. quite a bit of shrimp. Dude, I've never been so ill in my life. Like, my bowels came swimming out. <laughs> it was so bad. Dude, Mark D. and I did that. And yeah. I think we both got into 100-something. Yeah, that's you, you could easily. It was, it was. I think I could probably it's do It's not the shrimp so. that's bad. It's like you said, the butter. Yeah, like, yeah. you probably a ate ton a ton of, of butter. butter. You, yeah, and it wasn't like I was full when I stopped. It was like I felt ill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. One of the one of the best ones I've seen when I started working at Freightliner, well, the back parts counter was kind of a kind of area all to itself because the front parts counter was where customers would come in, and they would uh, you know have the nice showroom floor and everything. The back parts counter was mainly for our mechanics who needed parts for trucks they were working on, and then the occasional after hours guy needing you know parts off right. the road like a truck driver or something like that. So. It's a little different on the back parts counter, you know. It was it was the trailer park of the dealership. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, from the ceiling in there was a little office in there where you'd have to count the money and everything. From the ceiling, there was a bucket, and it looked like a bucket you would have fried chicken in, but it said McDonald's on it. And apparently, McDonald's had a deal where you could get one hundred nuggets in a bucket. <laughs> and the guys had a contest. To see who could eat the most chicken nuggets from McDonald's, and a dude ate like seventy of them. How? Wow. <laughs> dude, a tw- a like I can crush twenty. I can crush twenty pretty easily. I think seventy, but I start feeling sick. But yeah, yeah a twenty piece makes me feel like I've eaten this. He way ate seventy, too much. and if I'm not mistaken, he mentioned the whole felt like he was gonna die and. Yeah, it was like poisoning. You know, <laughs> we used to do we used to do stupid bets with the uh, care packages that we would get in Iraq. Like somebody sent us like a box of Twinkies, and so what we did is we set out a Twinkie, and it was like a Twinkie and then a dollar, and then a Twinkie and then two dollars, and then it went all the way up to five dollars, and then it went up by fives after that. So it's like you ate the Twinkie, you got the dollar, yeah. and then you kept going and going and going. Dude, nobody ever got past like ten Twinkies because they're so disgusting. Yeah, but the best one was my buddy Reed. Somebody sent a five pound chocolate bunny. Oh, wow. So, of course, I mean, they sent chocolate to the desert. Yeah. So, by the time you get it, I mean, it's just like a big, like, compressed <laughs> chocolate bar, and there's, like, an eye floating around in there. And uh, we're, like, we, were, we, got, we started out this conversation about how much chocolate do you think you could eat in one sitting? Yeah. And Reed's like, oh, I could eat a pound. And I was like, you think you can eat a pound of chocolate? <laughs> I guarantee you you cannot eat a Way pound of chocolate. Rich. And here comes the money. It got up to like $200 yeah. if you could eat a pound of chocolate. So we cut it. We weighed it. And I mean, it's like this massive hunk of chocolate. The dude gets maybe 10 bites into it and just starts vomiting brown <laughs> all over the place, dude. It was so gross. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, uh, and the funny thing is, is, okay, so I know for me uh, where the craziest and dumbest bets happen were um, for me at college. Now, like I said, the back parts counter at Freightliner, there there was a, a golden era, you could say, where there was just this perfect group of guys that were all about the same age working back there. And one of them was real good at his job and got to be in charge of all of them. So they were back there having a pretty epic time. So that's where their craziest stuff happened. But I don't know if any of it matches the kind of things that go on with the military. 
Because when Corey tells his stories, these guys are out there. Oh, they're crazy. Man. They're looking for something, just anything to do uh, to occupy their minds and take their minds off got, of this <laughs> horrible place they're at that has nothing good to do or fun to do. Yeah, I've got one way, 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 <laughs> way worse. So, uh, okay, I'll, I'll tell All right. <laughs> but, so, we can edit it out if it gets yeah, too bad. So, they don't have like really good sewage in Iraq. <laughs> they have like cutouts on the sides of the streets that go down maybe like ha- a half foot and yeah. a lot of waste and stuff just flows through it. So it's like an open ditch. Yeah, essentially on the side, like instead of a curb going up, it's like a ditch going down yeah. and then the curb. Um, <laughs> like stuff would just, it, I mean, they were disgusting. Yeah. Well, we were stopped outside and our, we were guarding our Colonel. He was going in to have a meeting with somebody important and uh, somebody is a joke, like this mossy, like green, disgusting stuff would always kind of come to the top, like in the areas where it would settle. Yeah. Like he takes like a straw, sticks it down in there, and when he pulls it up, there's like, <laughs> the moss is like gathered to it, and there's one curly hair <laughs> coming out of it. <laughs> and so the money starts coming out. How much to eat it? How much to eat it? Dude, I kid you not, this guy ate it for like $80. <laughs> It was. <laughs> and that's why our military yeah. teachers no. are underpaid. Yeah, no. So if somebody ever makes the argument, send these guys, hey, send these guys DVDs or yeah. something. Hey, yeah, real. seriously. So, so if somebody ever tells you, well, the military only makes like four dollars an hour, we're way overpaid. <laughs> because if that guy was not in the army, he would be making zero dollars an hour. No, nah, he's. Yeah. They were all good dudes, but like you said, we we're there just trying to occupy 365 days. And whenever you're not in combat, you're thinking about the fact that you're about to go back into combat. Well, so, yeah, yeah, that's like and a, that you're not at home, that yeah. you're in this horrible condition, and anything that takes your mind off of it. Well, is, and that's is good. Yeah, and that's even like, if it's someone doing something as horrible. As and that's like college, sewage. like like in college when you know when you played sports and you were there. Uh, either you know for two days during the summer or over christmas or spring break yeah so there's no one else around except you and the teammates yeah that's when all the stupid stuff starts yep. happening yeah you mess around like, let a bunch of dudes get bored yeah, i mean you're just oh. i mean yeah i yeah. mean it's just anyway yeah we got creative yeah in a really bad way <laughs> that is yeah <laughs> all right we'll end we'll we'll, we'll call this the curly Q. actual toxic masculinity are we, are we <laughs> Are we judo chopping this episode? (laughs) We're going to cut this at the cues. That's episode 69. We're out. I'm still trying to process that one, man. Hey, that guy was like, I'm going to die.